Welcome to the Strategy Story Podcast, a show for, well, basically anyone interested in those real stories of people making it happen and making a difference in work and business. We're here to bring you some seriously cutting-edge thoughts from the worlds of strategy and storytelling. So if you're looking to improve your comms and your business story, or you want tips on leadership and culture, you're seeking strategy advice, or help on leading people through change, keep listening. I'm Kate Hooper, co-founder of Strategy Story, and we are inviting you into our community. So sit back, listen up, and join us. Hi, folks. Okay, here we go. Another masterclass for you. This one is very close to our hearts. Emergent strategy. What on earth is that? It's the kind of strategy that Strategy Story specializes in. Did you know that there's lots of different types of strategy? I didn't until I started working with a professor of strategy. So we're going to delve a little bit more deeply into what that means. Donald, I hope you're ready for this. I hope you're ready for your grilling. Okay, I am very ready. This is one of my favourite subjects. And uh, the fact that I can bore people in a sound file with it is absolutely brilliant. I'm going to try not to do that. No, and we're only giving you 10 minutes as well. So hopefully you won't have bored people in 10 minutes. So first of all, first question, why do you care about emergent strategy before we get on to the what is it? You know, I was thinking about this yesterday and I thought, whatever Kate asked me, I'm going to start by saying, why am I interested in it? And and the why I'm interested in it is because increasingly the kind of traditional view of strategy, which is as a planning then doing process, appears not to be working. It depends who you read, but uh, you, you know strategic plans have got anything between a fifty and ninety percent implementation failure rate at the moment. I.e., they fail more often than they work. So I'm interested partly because of that. I'd like strategy to succeed rather than fail. It's a massive industry, you know, billions of dollars, a $30 billion industry or whatever it is. There's a lot of public money, public interest in this. It should work. My second why is that uh, this is slightly more philosophical. I think that many people in large organizations are not living their best lives. So I think that the the, the machine view of organizations is dehumanizing and, and people end up doing things in a way that's half-hearted, going through the motions, not fulfilling, not even rewarding for the people that own the organisations either. So I just think that it's not a very pleasant human experience uh, and and that life could be much better if we had a better view of how to set about things. All right. So what I'm hearing when you talk there as well is that essentially, you know, a lot of strategy that comes down the line might be kind of old school strategy, maybe fit for Previous earlier eras, industrialization, all that kind of stuff, and actually the nature of work and business has changed quite a lot. And they, and also those strategies that kind of came from basically war strategies as well. You'll be, you'll say this a lot more eloquently than me, of course. It's just maybe not fit for purpose anymore. Fit for developing businesses and people in the way that they need to be. And so emergent strategy offers an alternative way of doing strategy. Is that right? Yes, I think I've got to be technical here a little bit because of my background. So, so in actual fact, it, it, it gives you an alternative way of looking at strategy, right? And, and I want to come back to why that's important. 
but I completely agree with your diagnosis, Kate. A lot of the formal views of strategy is predicated in the idea that the organization's some kind of machine. And the, in actual fact, the things that makes organizations like that succeed is what in the olden days we would have said utilization of fixed capital. So massive investments in bigger assembly lines and production lines. The thing that determined how successful you were was people doing exactly what they were meant to do when they were meant to do it and the way they were meant to do it. The world has changed a lot. If you look at most organizations now, they say that innovation and creativity are absolutely essential. And in actual fact, what makes organizations successful or dis or competitive is voluntarily imparted. So the old command and control versions simply don't work. And But can I just challenge that a little bit? Because I'm sure they work in some settings, don't they? Of course, they work in some settings where control is the fundamental imperative. Of course they work. And, and even within creative organizations, if control is an issue, like a financial system, if control is a thing, have a formal control process, but if it isn't, if it's innovation and creativity... Emergent strategy. I think you have to start looking at the world as emergent. All right, so that leads us on to the next thing then. What is emergent strategy, Donald? What does it actually mean? The one thing that I think people think it means, and I just want to debunk this, is it's just kind of laissez-faire, do what you want, make it up as you go along. It doesn't mean that at all, right? So what it, what it's trying to draw attention to is that Things emerge from human interactions all the time. So the focus really is on the way human beings interact with one another. All right, so just a little bit of history. In the late 1970s, a guy called Henry Mintzberg, very brilliant scholar, wandered around a lot of manufacturing plants and said to people, OK, so what are you doing? And they answered them very politely. And they said, and how does that link to the strategy? And nobody, had, nobody knew. So, so he said, well, in that case, it can't be the big strategy that's driving their action. What is it? And, and he delved into this in a lot more detail and eventually said that strategy is not a plan. It's a pattern. Oh. And it's a pattern in people's behavior. And so the next question is, well, where does that come from? And it appears to come from the cultural fabric of the organization. It emerges out of its history, its personality, a word that was used a lot as paradigm, creates this pattern of behaviours, and that's actually its strategy. That's what configures what everybody does. Okay? And so he, he, in, in the 1980s, he published a very famous book called The Rise and Fall of Strategic Planning. And this really galvanised interest in emergent strategy and gave rise to a lot of debates, which are still rumbling on, because unfortunately, what Mintzberg went on to say is that you can't really manage emergent strategy in fact, management is a cultural product. Strategy is a cultural product. It's culture's in charge. And you heard Peter Drucker's quote in Carrie's interview, uh, you know, culture eats strategy for breakfast. So, so at that time, a lot of people just kind of threw their hands up and said, game's a bogey. This is all rubbish. We're taking our strategy balls home and never playing again. <laughs> I, I, I disputed that and said, uh, I don't believe that emergent things can't be managed. You try telling Alex Ferguson that he wasn't managing Man United or Aberdeen, that's an emergent process, a game of football. A conversation's an emergent process. I have experiences, or I had experiences myself, of emergent patterns that were not unmanaged. They just weren't managed in the way that business schools taught management. And so we started a lot of this work trying to figure out, well, can you manage emergent strategy? Can it be managed? And at that point, we delved into a body of 
theory called complexity theory that looked at things in nature that create patterns like ant colonies or beehives. And there was there was work going on all over the world beginning to focus on this, the appearance of order when there was nobody managing it. Okay, right. Thanks, Donald. So I'm gonna we're gonna pause for a minute because these are some really big ideas actually and quite complicated. I'm just gonna try and summarize what I feel emergent strategy is, having worked with you for years with my kind of journalist hat on. So what I feel emergent strategy is based on what I know about your research and your work and your work with businesses is actually a way of looking at leading a business or an organization that's very responsive to what's going on, what's happening on the ground, but always with your eye on the future, that big picture of where you're going. But instead of like really adhering very closely to that fixed plan or strategy, it's really being responsive, human, entrepreneurial, and responding to what's happening in the environment. And always being on, like a strategist is always on, you're always listening to what's happening and responding to what's happening and really um, taking in the stories of the people that you're working with and, and building on what is trying to be born. And also, because we've worked together for such a long time now, I've learned all of these kind of ways that you do emergent strategy. You know, you've got tools and techniques to guide people through. And it's about rather than that kind of, as you talk, command and control, very kind of micromanagey type thing, which is necess- necessary in some contexts. It's about guiding principles, rules of thumb, where people work together on agreed principles together. So that means that they can then go off and work on their own initiative, but they know essentially what the ground rules are, like that football team. How does that sound as a summary? Absolutely annoyingly brilliant. I wish I'd said that. Uh, That's really good. (laughs) That's a really good summary, Kate. Can't you teach me how to speak like that? That was brilliant. (laughs) This podcast is produced in association with Alitu. Alitu is a one-stop shop podcast maker tool offering call recording, audio cleanup, audio editing, and publishing. If you want to start your own podcast, just like this one, go over to alitu.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com and try out for a week for free to see if it works for you. It did for us. Why are people interested in this? When we started off looking at it, why were they interested? Well, they were interested because we were onto the possibility that every organisation is trying to express its own unique strategy and that management is strangling it. But but there was a lot of interest in it. Now, back to Henry Mintzberg. He was saying, basically, we can't manage this. We came along and said, well, actually, we think you can, but it isn't management as you would recognise it. Is a is management that you might get from the arts or a jazz band or a football match or something else. It's not management in the in the business school sense of the word, and that has gathered steam. and And I think that strategy story can make a very bold claim, and this is really bold. It's going to sound arrogant, and you know our research, and I'm in contact with researchers all over the world. I think we are closer than anybody to knowing how to manage emergent strategy. Mm. And 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 the, the secret lies in a single idea, which is that formal strategies written down, emergent strategies live, 
And when it's live, it's spoken. And so where does emergent strategy really carry itself? It carries itself in the stories that people tell one another about the real stuff that's actually happening. So that's why stories are so important in the management of, of a strategy. And incidentally, it makes a senior team less like dictators and more like editors. They're trying to edit the stories that come through the natural cultural ferment of the organisation. Yeah. What's working? What's not working? What could we be really excellent at? All that kind of stuff. Oh, you've done it again. That's it. Yeah, you've summarised it in a really nice thing. So that's it. What is? What do we want more of from the things that are happening? And what do we want less of? It's like weeding a garden. I love that it also goes back to, and I know we've got to wrap up, but I love that it also goes back to a natural order of doing things as well. You know, you uh, you um, were talking there about that body of research and you're talking about complexity theory, uh, which you might come on to another time, of course. Um, but it is much more of a natural, very human way of doing business. So emergence is not laissez-faire. It's still intentional. But where do our intentions come from? Yes, they come through the way we think, but also from our guts, from our biography, from our intuitions, from our complete experience as rounded people. So I think it brings us into contact with each other as rounded people, and we begin to experience a much more natural form of organisation. It just feels more real. Great, Donald. Thank you. Well, we've gone over our 10 minutes, haven't we? It's only because you were doing such brilliant summaries. <laughs> right. Well, on that note of a uh, brilliant summary, are you interested in strategy and doing things a bit differently? And what do you think about what you're hearing? Email us, please. We would love to hear from you. Hello at strategystory.co.uk. And thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us here at the Strategy Story Podcast. You can listen to this podcast anywhere they're available. You'll also find all the links and resources mentioned in the show notes below. Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with all our episodes.